0: S-M-G, let's get it, yeah. S-M-G. Episode 8 of the SNG Podcast with Mo Spin, the most open minded and true to form podcast out here, podcasting. Thank you for listening on Spotify and Google Podcasts. I'm your host, Mo Spin, and we're brought to you this week by the Sylvester Maurice Group, Key Spence Realty, and the Pernell Brown Collection. Yeah, this week we're going to get into some topics, you know. What's happening right now in the world, man. Some crazy stuff going on, you know. Hey, oh, we on the brink of World War Three With what's going on over there in Ukraine. With Russia and all the bullshit, you know. I got a different take than everybody on it. I'm sorry. So, you know, hey... Don't mind me When I get into what I need to get into You know We're going to discuss a lot of things today But first I'd like to start off with like, Hey listen February 24, you know, 2022 It was a dark day In Ukraine history, you know a lot of things happening over there. Then they done got invaded by Russia. They know why. A lot of people, you know, back in Ukraine with the blue and yellow flags, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on over there. You no, know, as Americans, you know, we sit back, watch the TV, CNN. Fox, whatever, you know, whatever you went to, you see what's going on, you're like, oh man, that's fucked up, Rush is doing that, you know, you try to lean your support, like, hey, 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 dang, this shit ain't right, and then, you know, the footage continues to roll, and then it rolls, and then it rolls and then you start seeing shit like, hold on, everybody can't get on those trains, only certain Ukrainians that look a certain way, you know, a lot of the Ukrainians that's African descent can't really get on those trains, Hold on now. You start watching the news more. You start watching the news differently. You know, same way we used to do. Back when, you know, George Floyd and all that shit was happening. You know, you turn on CNN on a regular day, you're like, shit. You skip right past seeing them. Then George Floyd happened, and you start <laughs> tuning in a little bit. Oh, shit, man. then you start seeing more because out there, that's protesting the protest. Like, is that possible? So, you protesting that motherfuckers protesting of motherfuckers getting murdered and lynched and broad daylight on camera in front of the world hold on something kind of weird with that you know I understand the country we live in but they not even hiding it anymore Yes. so uh, fast forward to 2022 you look on TV you see the burning buildings Russia bombing the shit out of that little country you know I don't know what's going on over there to me in my opinion it just look like you know motherfuckers spanking somebody that got out of line but hey I could be wrong you know I don't, I'm not, I'm not an expert in foreign policy and foreign shit going on over there. But now I see over half a million to a million Ukrainian citizens fleeing the country on trains and going to these other countries, Poland and everywhere else. you know, as refugees trying to get the fuck away out of the war. A lot of these major stations ain't showing shit. You know, they showing everybody getting on trains, the little white ladies, the little white babies, you know. Like I say, this ain't got nothing to do with that. But this got to do with that. And if you understand what I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying. You know, this most spin, you know, I put it a little different than the average podcast host. What I'm saying is hey, the media always gonna spin shit, you know. But I'm looking at other channels and I'm pulling up online and I'm starting to see articles and shit about the black Ukrainians being denied chances to escape the country I was like hold, hold, hold on what the fuck so the flashbacks come again start having me thinking about the two Americans we living in over here Told them I flashed back again. Hey, like, shit, shit, shit. I'm looking at all these pictures on CNN and Fox and all the people that's getting on the trains. <laughs> they all kind of look alike. They all kind of resemble. So I'm like, holy shit, there might be some truth to this shit. you know, me, I do my research, I go to typing up shit, you know, keywords like black look, black Ukrainians or, you know, shit like that, and each article I pull up it talks about racism and Ukrainian towards their black residents. You know, the are African resi- residents that's over there to go to school The better their life. So, like, hold on now. The CNN, Fox, ABC News, whoever, I ain't getting these articles. Are they false? Are they fake news? This motherfucker's just writing this shit. Just try to stir up some shit. For like enough pressure start to come in then you start to see the African Ukrainian women and children being turned away at the trains you're like holy shit so you know me I ask around cause I do know scholarly people and somebody broke it down to me they were basically like hey man Ukraine. They was once part of the Soviet Union. You know, Russia always been racist toward black people. There ain't no black people in Russia. You can visit, but other than that, don't fuck around to get caught up over there. Ukraine ain't no difference. I'm like, what? So you know, I got to ask myself. I say self. See all this coverage about help Ukraine flying their colors blue and yellow, this and that, that and this. But are we doing this? And I say we because <laughs> I'm a United States citizen shit. Are we doing this and other countries doing this knowing that they're racist sovereignty, that they're a racist state or country? Or does racism don't matter if Russia and China are involved? Because we both know Russia and China are racist. Just like we know United States are racist. You look around, all the all the major powers, the superpowers, the global powers of this world are inherently racist. Let's just be honest. If you can't see that, then you can't see that nobody gonna make you see that God come down from the earth I mean come down out of heaven or wherever you know and say hey listen he couldn't even convince you but the point I'm making is this you know I don't really got nothing against nothing I just know what I know and we're sending money over to a country that's being invaded by another country, both of them feel the same way about people of African descent, people of color. You know, a lot of these people of African descent are being left behind. They're being bombed because they can't get out of the country. Does that matter? Should it matter? It's just a lot of stuff going on. You pull up articles right now. Just type in stuff like is Ukraine a racist country? things like that, you start putting up articles with the headlines like non-Ukrainian refugees are facing racism in Cold War geopolitics. The Russian invasion of Ukraine shows racism has no boundaries. NBC News quote, Headline: The Ukraine-Russian conflict highlights a racist double standard. Let's go, man. Come on. These headlines. From reputable news sources. The journey out of Ukraine is harder for foreigners. Come on. That's another headline. Come on. A Ukrainian told Somebody, only Ukrainians, that's all. If you are black, you should walk. You know, that's what an official told an African woman in Ukraine, trying to get on the train and get out of the country. ABC10, as long as you are black, no one likes you. African fleeing Ukraine report racism and discrimination at the border. Let's just be real here, man. It's just too many articles. I'm scrolling down this article after article. Ain't this many people making this stuff up, man. Come on. Let's just be real here. CNN, foreign students fleeing Ukraine says they face segregation, racism at the border. And it's a picture of all people of color, black people, you know. Black people in Ukraine are reporting racism while trying to leave. Let's let's just be honest here. It's article after article. does it sound familiar come on man does it sound familiar I you know y'all want to pray for the people of Ukraine and donate and send them guns and all this over there But, man, listen. There's a section of people over there that don't know what to do. They've been discriminated against. And they can't side with the enemy that's coming over there invading. Neither side deal with them. We sending all this support. We sending all this shit here. But nobody trying to help. Racism is a big thing, man. Keep trying to tell everybody, man. Black Lives Matter. Colin Kaepernick. Everything is everything. But these motherfuckers feel like they feel. And they're not going to change for you or nobody. Let's just be real. Y'all want to pray for Ukraine, y'all can. But I'm praying right now for the African Ukrainians that can't even get out of the country. (laughs) Let's be real. Are you looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? I'm Kiosha Spence with Greenhouse International Real Estate, serving Georgia and Florida. I'm currently accepting new clients and ready to provide you with an exclusive real estate experience. My business core values rest upon three major keys, integrity, reliability, and professionalism. So contact me today to schedule a complimentary consultation. Kiosha Spence, 678-889-3405. Email me at kiosha at I'm the key to your next open door something I just want to talk about man it's been messing with me a little bit and you know I'm gonna try to keep it real as possible (laughs) like I always do I ain't trying to step on no toes I ain't trying to you know call anybody out it's just a suggestion observation you know, you sports. Believe it or not, this a big thing to these kids, man. I notice it all the time. You know, I go out, you know, go to my boys' games and stuff. You know, and watch. You know, they up and down the court is funny. <laughs> they make a bad play they look over to the side at me they make a good play they look over the side at me you know a lot of times I be like dang man you know hey just focus stay on the play play you know focus on the court don't focus on me but you know kids you know when you're supporting them and you're showing them true love you there they look over to you for that guidance and that support and that Cheer and that rah rah. You know, even if you do a bad play, they gonna look over for encouragement. You know, my boy, they look over, see, they fuck up sometimes. I be like, dang man, you know what I'm saying? But there ain't no dang man like I'm disappointed. It's like, dang man, we worked on this on the side of the high the other day. Dang man, you know, you got to remember your training. And they understand that, too. But when they do good, you know, I'm their biggest cheerleader. You know, I say that to say this, man. It's a... At any given time, you know, of course, it's basketball, so it's five on five, you know. Five boys against five boys. You know, sometimes they mix it up a little co-ed, cool, yeah. sometimes the girls and never but mostly it's boys. So it's 10 kids out there, you know, at one time. When you look around, man, it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. You know, and I know a lot of it. It's not the fault of a lot of people, but you know, you really you don't see too many of the black fathers out there in the stand. And that's what fuck with me, you know? You know, I don't understand these situation. You know, some could be incarcerated. You know, some could be moved on to the next life, you know? Who knows the true story? But if you ain't one of them, I don't care what your situation is, what kind of issues you got with the baby mama the ex-wife, whatever she is, to you now, And her new boyfriend or her new husband. Listen, man. But man the man is bigger than you. It's bigger than me, man. You know. What well, I know that over time, sports is one of the best ways to get in your kid's life. It is, man even if your kid don't want nothing to do with you, they're old enough to make that decision. If you just show up at their game, you know, you're not announcing to the world you're there, you just there. And they take a glimpse over and see you by mistake. You know, on purpose. It's like, oh man. Over time, that starts to break away at that armor they got. You know, I was talking to a, a guy man he said he used to coach AAU ball and all the kids that made his team travel you know he had one rule that the father had to be present or the stepfather or a man whether it's uncle a grown up brother somebody had to be present at all his games, when he went on the road, whatever, because, you know, man-to-man support in the black community is very important. You know, it's important in the white communities too, and Latinos, but when it comes to like, you know, feeling, wanted feeling like, ooh, you look in your stand, man, you like, oh shit, you know, you know. I can speak for that from experience. You know, because hey, listen. Besides my, one of my older brothers. You know, he was the only grown-up family member that came to any of my high school games. You know, listen, man. I'm just gonna be honest. The support wasn't there, so that's why I go above beyond to try to get other kids parents to get involved too you know it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't gonna take me that hard to do it cause I like to do it you know you know did I miss a few games oh, Yeah, hell yeah of course I did you know with my older son and I ain't perfect but what I'm saying is if you got the chance now to participate to show them support you know that go a long way that goes a long way towards developing these young boys man you know just talking from experience just talking from experience so and to the ladies out there you know whatever's going on you know I don't know I'm, I, I don't know but if it's possible, emotionally, physically, you know, invite the, invite the, invite the dads to the games, you know, it ain't going to hurt nothing, you know, unless you feel he's violent and he's just disrespectful, he's going to be one of them helicopter parents just stupid. And then wanna do what we talked about the other. We go to cussing out referees, he's just unhinged and uncontrollable, but in a course that don't need to be in front of your child or any other any other child. And it is a lot of dudes out here like that. You know. Like I said, I'm not being judgmental. I don't know everybody's situation. It's just a suggestion if it's possible if they got their mind on you know they got their shit together and they can come out and enjoy their son or their stepson or their nephew or their grandson game peacefully hey man invite them you know believe it or not cuz sometimes you know when you do invite them they'll make up excuses and Say, hey, well, I got this to do and I got that to do. Hey, which is fine, you know? You know your son gonna be there or your daughter gonna be there, so it don't even matter. Cause they gotta be there, cause they gotta play. But it's always the attempt you offer. You know, you can't change some people. Some, some dudes, they just gonna be dudes. You know, they gonna be past 40 and acting like they just turned 20. You know that's gonna be like that sometimes, but yeah, man, it's all about the kids, man. Believe it or not, if you don't hear nothing else from me, most man, it's all about the kids with me. You know, I ain't perfect. I made mistakes with my kids, especially my older ones. But listen, they all know. Where I'm at, where to find me. With no conditions. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, family, and friends, and next to Ken. This is Pernell Brown from the Pernell Brown Collection. You can contact me on Instagram. That's Pernell Brown on Instagram. Now, check this out. Not only do we sell clothing merchandise to men and women who work in a professional field, because so, you know y'all gotta look good when you go to work, and you gotta look good when you step out. We also do affiliated marketing, and we do that on a small scale, because I believe there are steps to your um, success, so you got to take baby steps, you got to take baby steps, you know that, so deal um, with me, rock with me, fuck with me, and I'll do my very best to try to put your brand and your product out there. Hey, man. I read an article, billboard. And it was, it was kind of stunning. You know, it was like, it was talking about the 10 best rappers of all time. Kind of throwed me off. You know, a lot of them I agreed with, you know. But it was like, man, they was missing to me. Two. They was missing two. And it kinda throw me off. You know, no disrespect to any of the other rappers that were named. But I was like, holy crap. I'm just gonna jump right to it. They left Tupac off the list. <laughs> Listen, number ten. They named Lil Wayne. Number nine, Kendrick Lamar. Eight, Ghostface Killer. Whoever that is. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I know he from the Wu Tang Clan, but hey, my point exactly. Lauren Hill, she, she, uh, to me, she R and B. She ain't never been a rapper. Andre three thousand. Now he'll stay on my list. Nas. Rakim. yeah, he will stay on my list. Eminem, of course, he 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 pretty good. I got Jay Z as number two. And they got the notorious B I G S number one. Now, listen, man. I gotta speak, not for most being, but I'm going to Uncle GD right now. Well, this Uncle GD right now. The wild old man. And when I tell you this, no disrespect to this list. But, hey, listen, man, I got to disrespect this list. First of all, number one rapper is Tupac by far. And we ain't talking about just because this and just because that. We talking about the catalog, the influence, the cultural references, But still quoting his lyrics today You know I know Big ain't live That long to put out as much But Pop Been doing it Over time Albums after albums after albums Over 20 some albums Come on man Lived and died in the studio You telling me come on man I know they keep saying this 1994 classic Ready to Die which I heard I actually thought life of death was better the double disc I ain't gonna even lie to you you know I bought that I took that to my little brother when we was on our way to visit him when he got locked up in Georgia you know and I listened to that double disc the whole way up there and to me that's just my personal opinion it's album, Notorious B.I.G., Big and Small, whatever y'all want to call them, that Life of Death was a way better album than Ready to Die. But, you know, that's my opinion. And like we always talk about it, everybody got one, and this is mine. What, Park? Come on, man. we talking two albums Ready to Die, Life After Death. Tupac, i put Machiavelli and All Eyes on Me up against those two right now. And I need any reasonable person. Reasonable now. Let's get out the bias. Reasonable. To match song for song. And tell me which one was the best, who was the better rapper. Now, we talk about like New York stuff, like who flowing in this and who flowing that or you can make your word skip Beetle and Bob. That's cool. Then if y'all doing it like that, then Twister and Eminem and all of them like that. They the best rappers. But if we talking man, straight wordplay, lyrics, deepness. You know, come on, man. If we talking that. Let's not let's not play around, now. But I'm gonna give you my top five greatest rappers of all time and don't mind me man it's just me if you got a top five eight hey, leave it at the comment you know comment below with your top five rappers of all time and we'll discuss that next week but for me number five is Snoop Dogg come on man Gotta be kidding me. How you leave Snoop Dogg off any list? How you leave Snoop Dogg off any list, man? To me, he 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 Snoop. Come on, man. You know him by one name, Snoop. Number four, Rock Now these last three, just my opinion. Like I said, I ain't got to repeat that shit. My number three is Scarface. I'm talking about the lyrical depth, the storytelling, the consistency, the respect, man. Let's just not play with it, man. Yeah, Scarface of the ghetto boys, if you need to break it all the way down. (laughs) For real My number two though It's gonna change the game And I know he a movie star But to me man it's Ice Cube I'm talking about listen His catalog His writing skills Come on man Let's just not play with it Let's just not play with it, man. Come on. And number one, you know, I guess I kind of let the cat out of the bag already, but you know, it's part. You know, it's two part by far. But y'all can debate. And y'all can tell me where I'm wrong at. But it's two part, man. If I gotta say any more than y'all don't y'all really don't understand the criteria. Now if the criteria has changed, then I guess I should know. If the criteria has changed, then I guess I should know. Yeah. When excellence matters when your business matters when your artist matters that's the best of Maurice group will take it to the next level small business consulting startup strategies music promotions hey new artist management the SMG Global Network's umbrella will take your endeavors to new heights. It's the Festa Maurice Group for small business consultants. The SMG Podcast with most Spin for entertainment. Tragic Music records for all aspiring artists. The future is here, baby. We are here. SMG. Available on all social media platforms. (laughs) Don't be late to the party. Let's get it. I recently read an article at the Palm Beach Post by Tony Doris. Written last year about nine historical spots in West Palm Beach. This article was eye-opening and caught my attention. I was born and raised in West Palm Beach and didn't know the historical impact a lot of these buildings, houses, and the streets had on the black experience where we grew up. A lot of this stuff was back in the early to mid-1900s. And I'd like to share a few of them with you and, you know, continue our segment about it ancestors and cities and black experiences that paved the way to where we at now first off i want to start off with the iconic sunset lounge booming back in 1930s era eight blocks from downtown right off north mayor north rosemary you know it's it's straight african-american tourism you know, in the neighborhood, you know, everybody call it downtown now, but that neighborhood, you know, invited a lot of the top artists from Harlem and all over the world to come perform. Everybody really kinda know the history of the Sunset Lounge, so I'm not gonna go into too much detail about that. So we're gonna go to our number two. It's called the Pine Ridge Hospital. Pine Ridge Hospital opened in 1916 at 5th Street and Division Avenue and moved to 1401 Division six years later. It was the only hospital open to blacks in five South Florida counties. Black residents and hotel waiters helped raise the money to build a hospital. Originally made of wood and costing about $1,600, famed Broadway showman Al Jolson Handed out awards at a 1919 benefit then for Pine Ridge at the Royal Ponciano Hotel on Palm Beach. It later morphed into an apartment house that decayed and plans to revitalize, stalled it. Number three, the Crocker Johnson House. Also at Division and 14 the one-time home of James J. Cracker Johnson, a legend in the community. Johnson worked in real estate and rentals and loaned money to blacks because white banks wouldn't. He ran hooch during prohibition. He ran a gentleman's diner club. He ran a bolito operation. By the 1940s, he was a black man earning up to $10,000 a week. In 1946, he saw a friend being attacked behind his bar he rushed to help it was mortally wounded in the gunfight number four the hurricane of 1928 memorial the 1928 hurricane killed between 2,500 and 3,000 people mostly black migrant farm workers and pioneers whose body was buried in a mass unmarked grave one of the worst disasters in u.s history the storm destroyed settlements on the shore of the lake Okeechobee and minutes The bones of 674 of those victims are scattered underground at Tamarind Avenue and 25th Street. Number 5, Evergreen Cemetery. Opened in 1916, an era when blacks were by no means allowed to spend eternity alongside whites. Evergreen is a block north of Tamarind Avenue and 25th Street but just 12 12 years later, authorities would dig a hole and dump the black victims of the 1928 hurricane. Among those buried at Evergreen, Dr. T. Leroy Jefferson, the city's first black physician, educator James W. Mickens, and real estate investor Henry Speed. All of the pioneers and movers and shakers are buried in Evergreen, says former council, former city commissioner, Robinson number six Payne Chapel AM AME Church founded 128 years ago. Payne Chapel AME is one of the county's oldest churches. It started in 1893 in the Sticks, the black neighborhood in Palm Beach, and later moved to West Palm Beach. After blacks were moved from the Sticks to the mainland. The, con- the congregation set up on Tamron Avenue and Banyan Boulevard in West Palm Beach. In 1925, the members began a permanent home at 801 Ninth Street in a neo-Gothic revival-style church designed by the city's only black architect, Hazel Augustus. The great 1928 hurricane demolished the old church on Banyan Boulevard. Services were held in the basement of the new church on the hill on 9th Street starting the first sunday in january 1929 number seven tabernacle missionary baptist church not far behind Payne was tabernacle which opened at mount olive baptist church on october 8 1893 with 18 members it now boasts 350. some of these descendants of west palm beach's pioneer families Light Pain Chapel, Tabernacle initially operated in the sticks, the shanty town that sprang up in the 1890s at the north end of Palm Beach for more than 2,000 black workers at nearby hotels. After they were forced to leave Palm Beach, Tabernacle first set up Clematis Street and Tamron Avenue. The next year, the trustees of the church offered free use of their building to the county school board to establish a school for black children. The church's history notes that the first school for Negroes in Palm Beach County opened October 1, 1894, with 74 students. The original church building was destroyed in a storm in 1902. The current building was constructed in 1925 at 801 8th Street at Division Avenue. It was built in the neo Romanesque revival style and it's the only one of its kind in the district, and it's listed on the National Registry of Historic Places. Number eight, the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. The city has been completing a new and improved memorial for the Reverend King, who would have been 92 last year. The monument besides the intercoastal waterway, it has been undergoing a $360,000 refurbishment that includes repairs to its fountain, replacement of granite panels, removal of a secondary wall, relocating King quotes and events from his life, and adding lighting to improve safety. The bronze bust of King was polished and cleaned as well. And last but not least, the Alice Moore House, 8014th Street. When Alice E. Moore died in 2014 at 96, Brooklyn was a thread going back more than a century of the origins of both West Palm Beach and its oft ignored black legacy. Moore taught for more than three decades at Roosevelt Elementary, now now a middle school. She lived for 80 years at the White Picket Fence House at 801 4th Street, home of her foster parents, Pioneers Haley and Alice Mickens, which is on the National Register of Historic Places. She excelled at Industrial High School and graduated in 1946 from a cookman college in Daytona Beach, where a dome is named for her. Haley Mickens had helped start Palm Beach County's first black church, Payne Chapel, A.M.E. Church in 1893. Alice Mickens, with foster daughter Moore by her side, helped open theaters to blacks and boost school standards. She was on the board of Bethune Cookman for more than 30 years. Welcome to our black history in Palm Beach County, ladies and gentlemen. For more on this information, hey, I- Go online, do your research. It's more than meets the eye, man. It's not all about hoods and crime down here. It's a lot of historical facts going out in Palm Beach County. West Palm Beach. Let's go. I encourage everyone to go out and register to vote. If you're unsure how to register, Google or Siri, your county supervisor of elections office, and they'll provide you all the details. Make your voice known. We are stronger together. Our voting rights are in jeopardy. We need to put people in power that think and react like us, not just look like us. Critical laws and bills are being passed by your local county and state governments that will aggressively affect our way of life. Be the change you want to see. Hey, and again, I'd like to thank you for listening to the SMG Podcast with Mo Spin. Don't forget to rate us, review us, and give us five stars on each episode on Spotify. Anything below four stars seems like hating to me. Let us know what you think. Tune in next week for more sports, music, television, and game. Also, Keep an eye out for our next Cafe Conversations with the next up-and-coming entrepreneur. Thank you for listening. Peace and love. We out.